Greetings, good people. My name is Derek Brown, and I'm a stand-up storyteller. This means that I'm comfortable standing up and speaking my truth. Now, here's today's truth, y'all. History is no mystery. It's much more, though, than memorizing names, dates, and quotes that align with the standard curriculum that we intently remember during one month of the year, which happens to be the shortest month. <laughs> but I digress. History is the story of the people, places, artifacts, and ideas of the past. And the past really starts a couple of seconds ago. The stories help us to see patterns and connections that inform, explain, and inspire our present and our future. We're weary of Martin Luther King quotes and photographs. Now I'm very wary about our weary. Our weary will marginalize his message and his mission faster than the cliche quotes and photographs plastered all over social media. So do not grow weary in your doing, but make sure that you're doing well. If you're not, do better. Now what does my do better look like? Well, I moved on to what I call MLK 2.0. I'm now studying the people that he talked to respected and connected with and the people to whom these people connect. It's been fascinating so far. I can't wait to share it with you. So let's go. Now I'm blessed to own the papers of Martin Luther King. This is a multi-volume set of very large books filled with notes, photographs, and most importantly, letters. Martin Luther King wrote tons of letters. Today, I opened the book and saw a letter that he wrote to Harry Belafonte on March 25th, 1959. Now, I know that Harry Belafonte and Martin Luther King had a pretty extensive, strategic, and friendly relationship. I know that Harry Belafonte helped Martin Luther King in a lot of ways, in a lot of financial ways. I don't know when they became friends, but I do know that they are contemporaries. I think Harry Belafonte is two years older than Martin Luther King. And in this particular situation, Martin Luther King and his wife Coretta are returning from India. I'm not sure why they went, but they come back through New York. They go visit Harry Belafonte and his wife Julie who live in New York, and they chill. Well, Netflix and chill, but they chilled and watched a movie. And the movie they watched was The Diary of Anne Frank. Now, I saw another letter, maybe a week before this letter to Harry Belafonte, yeah, perhaps the night after the visit, Shelley Winters, who starred in The Diary of Anne Frank, sent Martin Luther King a letter 
and sent him a copy of the book. Now, Shelley Winters won an Oscar. So I'm just letting all of this sit in my mind that all of these people are in the same place at the same time and they're having fellowship and these story arcs that overlap and intersect there, they're absolutely fascinating because Anne Frank, who wrote a diary of her life as she and her family tried to elude Jewish concentration camps in Nazi Germany, and they were eventually interned in a concentration camp where she died. Before she reached the age of 16, she wrote her story. That story was published. She was born in the same year as Martin Luther King, so I'm just mind blown. Thinking about what Martin Luther King is thinking about when he's watching a movie about Anne Frank and the courage that she exhibited in writing her story and saying exactly what she thought about everything in her life and doing it at such a young age that had to be an inspiration to him and that night had to be a powerful night it was a powerful night for me just reading about it I can imagine what it was like for them man but there's there's more see that gentleman is Paul Robeson Paul Robeson is 30 years older than Martin Luther King and Harry Belafonte now I know he was a personal mentor, Mr. Robeson, to Harry Belafonte, because Paul Robeson was everybody's All-American. Paul Robeson was a scholar, became a lawyer, was a great singer, a great actor, great stage actor, and a great football player. He was all of those things. Now, Harry Belafonte was not a great student at all. Matter of fact, Harry Belafonte struggled in school. He was dyslexic. Harry Belafonte found his passion through the arts in a very unique way. He was working as a janitor, and he got a tip for cleaning something for somebody. They gave him two tickets to the theater, and that set him on his course when he sat down and saw his first play. But Paul Robeson, everybody's All-American, traveled the world and discovered that other places in the world were a little kinder to people of color than his home, America. And he became friendly with some of those places. One of them was the Soviet Union. If you know the times, when you befriend the Soviet Union, in those times, you became an enemy of the state. So Paul Robeson was effectively erased. He was blacklisted. People said, you know what? I don't know about that dude right there. But what do you know? Well, I, I don't want to say nothing, but you just, you know, you might want to watch out for him. Don't work with him. That effectively erased his career, erased his name from a lot of places. I've read newspaper articles about school districts that pulled his biography from the shelves because of his affiliations. And I know that those affiliations were born in him seeing people of color being treated differently, being treated better in foreign places than they were at home. Now my mind's blown again because if this man is a personal mentor to Harry Belafonte and Harry Belafonte knows how passionate
Harry Belafonte is about supporting the cause for civil rights, then Harry Belafonte would have to know that he too might be, and he was, blacklisted. But he survived, and I would like to think that he survived because of his mentoring relationship with Paul Robeson. I can connect those dots and draw that conclusion without proof, and I'm, I'm good with that. So I am thankful for Paul Robeson's courage to endure what he endured, and I also know that he was smart enough to make do with what he had, because once he was made an enemy of the state, once he was blacklisted, they took his passport so that he couldn't travel to these places that received him well, that allowed him to do shows, allowed him to make money, and he made some lemonade with those lemons. He couldn't travel, so he would do concerts on the telephone, because his voice was that good. He would do concerts on the radio. He would travel to borders, like the border between the United States and Canada, and he would perform on the right side of the border. He made do with what he had. Now, Harry Belafonte, having dyslexia, still was able to make do with the talent and the passion that he had. He wasn't stopped by what he didn't have. He was empowered by what he did have. And see, that'll preach and teach right there. Use what you got to get where you're trying to go and get what you want. So as I get ready to close, here's a biography of Paul Robeson that I shared with my daughter this morning from a book that she reads called Little Leaders. This edition of Little Leaders features black men. And Paul Robeson is featured in it. Harry Belafonte is featured in it. And my daughter knows that Paul Robeson was Harry Belafonte's mentor. And there are lots of other books that do not make mention of that. So I am very thankful that this is a book that we have in our house and it tells that story. Remember y'all, this story connects to Martin Luther King, the same Martin Luther King of whom we have grown weary of his quotes and pictures. But no y'all, his story connects to very powerful stories of other very powerful, courageous people. And this is why we have to keep studying him. And this is why we are thankful that he wrote so many letters. Yeah. The Martin Luther King's letter writing practice was strategic. It was simple, but it was strategic. It probably helped him remember who he was meeting like who they were, so to speak, and what their encounters and meetings produced. It wasn't just about sentiment. There was a lot of strategy there. The letters probably served as his knowledge base, like an index to all the stuff in his head, the mental Rolodex. And I bet it helped him make a lot of moves. Selah. Peace.